Welcome everyone again uh, to the channel. This channel is about empowerment. You guys know it. I say it every day. I'm never backing down. This channel is about the truth. As I told somebody on True Social today, yeah, this is about truth and our TV. I do not compromise the truth. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on. The world is a stage. And we're going to talk about everything, right? We have Trump running around, the conductor, the actor, the, the wrestling guy that flops around. He's the perfect guy for this moment. And all the attention is on the wrestler guy, on the real estate guy, or to the point where it's kind of laughable. But again, um, oh, but folks, but first, I do have uh, one thing I want to mention. And I'm determined to do it. So, um... Let me see how I can do this. Hold on, folks. Um, yeah, hold on. I want to do something because um, it. Uh, here's what I want to do. Before we begin, because I, you know I love you guys and I want you folks uh, to enjoy this channel. So what I'm going to do? Hang in there, folks. Um, I'm going to go to. Um, here, again, bear with me, folks. Um, it, let's start right here. I want to, you know, before we get into any news item, this is yesterday's live stream. And um, if you play it, bear, you know, this is yesterday, right? I, you know, I don't know if you guys can see that. But if you look, you will see that this video is 51 minutes and 30 seconds. This is, again, yesterday's Tuesday, August 1st is live stream. Why? And that's on Rumble, by the way. <clears throat> I just shut that because I don't want that to interfere with anything. Why did I just show? I love you guys. <laughs> All right, folks. I'm only showing you that. It's 51 minutes and what, 30 seconds? That's what the video is after it's done processing. But if you want to watch the recorded live stream, the first hour, in some cases, the first two hours after the live stream, because it's not done processing, it might show like a lot less. It might show 11 minutes. 20 minutes, 15 minutes, 5 minutes. So a lot of people seem to not know that last night. And everybody, if you look at the comment sections, laugh out loud, people. <laughs> and again, I know people mean well. So understand how Rumble works. And I'm not going to do it, but um, you might want to go to rumble.com and check out trending. And you're going to see who is allowed to thrive every single day on Rumble. And then make note of those channels Fill your mind with knowledge before you come to this channel saying, Bernie, let me give you a lesson. Um, you need to get yourself a, a modem and before you go down that road. <laughs> All right. Again, I love you guys. And I know when I want to laugh. And uh, again, be aware of that. Um, this is a pretty much a very much a professional channel. And we've been doing this for many, 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 many years. And again, folks, the reason I'm saying that is we're in a real big situation and um, and the reason I went through all of this, um, if you understand the real war that we're in and understand the lives that are on the table and you see the January 6th prisoners in jail suffering and you see different players, I like my villains, my villains, are their lives are on the line and you understand the reality of this. Life is short. Anyone can die any second. This is the way life works and the war is real, folks. If you understand that, it is conceivable that Rumble or some other platform, how about True Social, um, would maybe want to suppress this channel. Not that I have any evidence that they are doing it for sure, but you could see why they might want to do it because I'm not afraid to tell the truth. And yeah, there are a lot of people putting out truth, but there's different degrees of truth when it comes to this war. I'll let you think it through. And maybe we'll continue this conversation on the members channel. With that said, I, ju I just, I'm, again, this first five minutes or whatever is because I love you guys. I want people to be like, you know, Bernie's right. You know what? Let me refresh my device. He's right. I feel good about And then I want, you know, at the end of the night, you feel empowered and you get to watch the full episode and empower yourself. You know, everything matters, folks. All right. Again, to begin with tonight, folks, um, we have a charade on all ends. The war is real. 
We have the, the big show going on on the right. We have the big show on the street level where the hardcore criminals are laughing it off. We begin right here. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Look at the game. <laughs> that is reality. And what's happening? And look at this security guy. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Dude, don't break don't break your back chasing down these kids. That when I was 15 years old, I would have blocked all those clowns. Come on. <laughs> look at that. But everyone everyone is videotaping it, however. This is the world that we live in. There it is, people. That is the reason why Satan's army, why they are so empowered. You better believe it. They are brazen. There it is. Brazen daytime robbery at L.A. Gucci store. The criminals are comfortable with themselves. Come on, Paul. They're comfortable. But hope you're, um, this is a gift from me to every single one. So we have that, but then, folks, uh, let's take, what is happening here? What, this is in New York. What's happening? This is, this is another hardcore criminal hiding his face. This is in 7-Eleven in New York, and he's pulling out his knife and putting it back in, and then you have the customer on this end telling the criminal and telling the 7-Eleven owners, hey, don't worry about it. They can't do anything about it. Ha <laughs> ha. The emboldened criminals, but let's see what happens. Hey, hey, can I get a switch? Let me get a switch. Look at this criminal. He is. Get ready. Wait for it, folks. But it's nothing you can do. Listen to the customer. Yeah, there's nothing you can do, you know. We are the criminals. We run the streets. <laughs> it's like they're not gonna do nothing. You just have to claim you have insurance. Look at this guy. You have insurance. What? You have insurance. But the good thing he's got his COVID mask on. You know, you wouldn't want to get COVID. <laughs> Look how comfortable he is, folks. And then you can do that. Nothing you can do. And nothing you can do, man, until police come in. All right, folks. Again, he's, look at him. He's excited. He's good to go. He's comfortable. This is what happens when criminals are emboldened. But, ladies and gentlemen, um, this is, this video um, helped me out. It helped me get through the day. Just kidding. But um, you'll see why. Um, what? He is in power? He's in power? What is happening? Wait a minute. What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to turn off the volume because this guy gets a little crazy, but there it is. That is what happens when you try to rob Sikhs in New York that don't play around. And this guy is crying. <laughs> Laugh out loud. <laughs> this guy got destroyed, people. <laughs> Bystander urges 7-Eleven owners to sit back and let robbery happen. They don't listen. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, um, there it is. This guy gets destroyed. Laugh out loud. And um, yeah, you know, a little there. I've worked with Sikhs um, my medical days. Yeah. <clears throat> Sikhs don't play around. And this guy... And honestly, people, if you really think about it, that's the spanking that this demon never got when he was a kid. That's what happens when you don't have a father. So these two Sikhs, all they did was they took on the role of his father. <laughs> Junior! <laughs> More! Eventually, this was going to come to a neighborhood near you. Having someone <laughs> embedded is a good start. That, that came from the Secretary of Homeland Security. We want to thank him. But I've been very clear on what we need. We need to control the border. We need to call a state of emergency, and we need to properly fund this national crisis. <laughs> really? Oh. <laughs> there it is, folks. <laughs> new York City mayor comes out. 
and he waves the white flag. Mayor Adams now supports enhanced border control. <laughs> yeah, calls for state of emergency amidst influx of illegal hardcore criminal aliens in New York City. <laughs> that is what's happened. That is the way this works, folks. What do we say? Sometimes you must show them. That's what we mean by that. Then, um, folks, I'm just going to throw this out, see what you think. Um, Then we have this. U.S. shooter sentenced to death for 2018 synagogue massacre. You think that's a good thing, right? And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you read this, 12-member jury unanimously ruled that Robert Bowers, this criminal that killed all these Jews, right, in the synagogue, right? And um, the ruling that this guy should be executed for October 27, 2018, mass shooting in Pittsburgh. All right. Which surprised me. I mean, they still have death penalty in Pennsylvania. That's a good thing, right? But then, ah, look at this, people. Resident Joe Biden's Justice Department, what? Has put a moratorium on federal executions, however. Meaning what? It is not clear whether the sentence will ever be carried out on Bowers. <laughs> that oh. is... The way this works. Can you see what is happening? Think about it. (laughs) Can't make this up. More! Uh, The war is real. They're coming for the Christians. And they are protesting the pedophile demon Right? This Doctrines of Demons movement. Beware lest you be consumed by one another. Hey, hey, what are you doing? What is the problem? What's wrong? What are you doing? I just did that in my hand. You didn't give him any warning. You just grabbed the mic. Well, this is the same one that we had in here. Yeah, that was in there. It was not out here. What is the Welcome to the New World Order. Let it go. You guys have been warned. They say we can have, we can, they say we can speak out here on the sidewalk freely. You can speak, but there's no amplified device. Nobody told us that. What are you doing? Nobody told me that. That's what I'm saying. How come there's no amplification? What's this? You guys are acting like thugs, man. You're like straight you up doing? thugs. Hey, you're, you're, you're taking away my <laughs> He has every right to be out here engaging in speech. He has every right to be out here engaging in speech. Get out of here with this There's Christianity cars driving thing. by with their radios playing. That's amplified sound. People are standing out here with radios. That's amplified sound. Right. The ordinance has to do there, with folks. a decibel gauge. Right. There, we've been covering this. The morality issues coming to a town near you, right there, Wisconsin police acting like thugs, arrest Christians for preaching at trans event targeting children. Let it sink in. The war is real. There is some good news. I want to roll it out. There's several interesting stories before we get into the big, big news tonight. And um, while you're thinking of that, criminalization of Christianity. We talked about this every day, really. But we mentioned it, we focused on it a couple days ago. They're criminalizing Christianity. And they're trying to say that they are taking the moral high ground. They, the pedophiles. They, the trans-psychiatric Doctrines of Demons movement. And they, the Marxists, love us. But, folks, um, cheer up. There is a couple things going on that I want to throw out. <clears throat> Cops rescue over 200 children from sex trafficking. But wait, I thought that was a QAnon conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, I thought that too. But um, I'd be aware. And this is, you know, the FBI um, is, was involved in this. Right? Federal officials, right? They have found more than 200 sex trafficking victims, 126 suspects during a two-week operation. So keep that in mind. Of course, there's a lot of sealed indictments. A lot is happening that, um, you know, not too many people are talking about. And be aware of this um, similar type story where um, breaking seven illegal immigrants, right, arrested in Florida during what? Child sex trafficking operation. So notice that 
illegal hardcore criminal aliens and child sex trafficking these two phrases are appearing regularly in the same sentence while we have all these different media outlets attacking sounds of freedom while President Trump is having his own premiere night for that movie and while Trump's McCarthy had an event at the Capitol honoring that movie like what you would think it's more than just a movie now we have all these federal operations people getting busted for child sex trafficking and human trafficking now it's becoming like a thing that the thing about this story um, and really the thing about the previous headline really is what says it all which is right here is that right there I think I like I like what you know like the masses are being programmed uh, deprogrammed from this idea that somehow he, human trafficking and child trafficking is a QAnon conspiracy theory they're being deprogrammed from that lie so that's a good thing <clears throat> as that writer is essentially saying. Think about that. We got a lot of material tonight. We have this. World War III watch Poland sends combat helicopters extra troops to border after Belarus military violates airspace. Just throw it out there. Little World War III update. Things are intensifying. Are you paying attention? Look at that headline, folks. Big, big things are unfolding and a lot is unfolding. Uh, we're covering the Hunter situation. Then we have the Trump situation. Let's pick up where we left off yesterday, folks. <laughs> to be clear. Um, how many times do you think you met Joe Biden during the course of your relationship with Hunter? How many times? Um, I should have this off the top of my head since I've been asked so many times. Uh, probably same thing, 20 so I got one last question for you, and we'll do a much longer interview and get the entire story. But we, we found this letter kind of amazing. It's from January 20th, 2011, which I think puts you in your late 30s, mid, mid to late right, 30s. Right, right. Okay, so you're, you're a younger man. This is from the Vice President of the United States, Joe Biden, to you personally, and it's personalized here at the bottom. Devin Archer, Rosemont Seneca Partners, that was your partnership with Hunter Biden in yes. Georgetown. Dear Devin... I apologize for not getting a chance to talk to you at the luncheon yesterday. <laughs> I was having trouble getting away from hosting President Hu, Hu Jintang, who was yes. running China at that point. I hope I get a chance to see you again soon with Hunter. I hope you enjoyed lunch. Thanks for coming. Sincerely, Joseph R. Biden Jr. <laughs> Check mate. P.S. Handwritten. Happy you guys are together. So there are many levels here, but here's the vice president of the United States saying to you, a man in his mid-30s, who's not a government official, I'm sorry I was occupied with the guy who runs the world's largest country. I would much rather talk to you and thank you. What was he thanking you for? Well, uh, you know, first of all, it's a lovely letter and it was... (laughs) (laughs) It's quite enthusiastic. It's a little weird though, right? Yeah, well, it was, listen, it was, it was kind of the beginning of our partnership and he was thanking me and thanking Hunter, I think at the end of the day for bringing this idea of this government regulatory strategic advisory business into the private equity world. And I think he was excited about the prospects for Hunter and, um, you know, he was, uh, just, just thanking me. I think it was a nice gesture. It was a nice job. For sure. For sure. Very polite. It gets a 10 on the etiquette scale. But he's a vice president of the United States. And he's talking about foreign business deals with you and thanking you for that. I think, again, it it goes back to my earlier point. Yeah, I think I hit that time. I think I hit the jackpot in finding the regulatory environment or company that can navigate right to the top. But, you know, obviously, as time's told, you know, being a little bit too close to the sun ends up burning you (laughs) right there Devin Archer is murking throughout this entire interview basically lapping it off I don't know where Archer is getting his confidence from but um, it's radiating (laughs) and there it is folks Devin Archer to Tucker Carlson right Biden brand is abuse of soft power and I urge people to check this interview out 
obviously the brand of Biden, you know, adds a lot of power when your dad's vice president, he is saying. And he talks about, I don't know if it was an orchestrated call in or not. It certainly was powerful, though, because you're sitting with a foreign business person and, and you hear the vice president's voice. That's prize enough. I mean, it's pretty impactful stuff for anyone. <laughs> he says, sometimes it was a call was coming in and the speaker would go on. So it was, it's just the president. And he goes on, blowing this whole thing wide open. Think about it. Darkness to light, folks. Um, it, they're laying it out. And um, is it a coincidence? Uh, you decide, folks, that this is happening. I mean, what is this? <laughs> this is today. <laughs> um, look at the timing. And um, you decide because um, what is this? And um, this was earlier today. Look at again. Look at the timing, and that is right here. This is what's happening. Bogus call. No threat found after Senate office building evacuated over active shooter report. <laughs> so see what you think. Is this a coincidence? Practice drill. Deep state panicking. Our officers are searching in and around the Senate office building in response to a concerning nine one one call. Yeah, right. We've gone through this before, folks, and um, please stay away from the area as we are still investigating. And uh, now it's turning out to be a false report. See what you think. Look at the timing. Look at the panic that they're in. You decide. Meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, let me know what you guys think. Let me know your thoughts. Moves and counter moves. We were chosen for a reason. Don't forget that, folks. Meanwhile, back to the Trump situation, um, and which means back to Trump derangement syndrome. I feel kind of sick. You know, I think for all day, it was kind of almost this giddy feeling like, oh, he's going to be indicted. He's not going to be indicted. It didn't when, when it actually happened. I remember sitting here with, with uh, January 6th and watching uh, the violence, watching what was going on and being shocked and appalled. And if you had told me it would take two and a half years before we as a country said, that's not good, President Trump, that's not good. I mean, if you ask a fifth grade class. Uh, can you cheat? Can you lie? Can you defraud? Can you use violence to get your way? A fifth grade class would say you can't. Well, the, the federal government just told Donald Trump, you can't do that. And I, what I like about this indictment is it's just that simple. Mm -hmm. You are a fraudster, sir, and you can't do that. You lied. You can't do that. You tried to cheat. You can't do that. I think normal Americans can understand this and will understand the gravity of what just happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Except one little problem, dude. A, Trump has the freedom of speech to say what he wants. B, we're holding all the evidence that has yet to be released. There was um, talk about releasing this evidence back in December 2020, but we chose not to release the evidence. Three, the FBI already came out and said, uh, no insurrection. Boom. With a full, a real, official report. Four, you have the J6 fake committee. They stumbled and did cartwheels on their face, realizing, and they failed. But they couldn't prove anything. And then, of course, there's a lot more of this, which we're going to touch on later when we hear what the real attorneys are saying. But first, more of the Trump derangement syndrome. I know there's been a lot of reaction already. We've had reaction from a lawyer for the president and everything. Overall, how are you feeling about your expectations for this versus what it's turned out to be? Well, my first reaction, which is just a personal one and having covered this, I think, you know, like all of us have, and many of the viewers are in the weeds of it too, is like, right, yes, I'm not crazy. Yeah. Like, if this wasn't a crime, nothing is a crime. We oh. watched him do it on television. We sat at this. This is so funny, I'm going to move my clown around. Desk a year ago at the January 6th committee, we knew what he was doing. If that is not a crime, then nothing is a crime. So that part of it is just like, I find really important and gratifying. I mean, there's a kind of ballast to it. This 
yes, yes, of course, this was corrupt. Of course, this was fraud. Of course, it was a conspiracy to defraud the U.S. We all saw him engage in the conspiracy to defraud the U.S. The second thought I had, <laughs> it's just about the magnitude of this moment, which I think is just worth taking a second on. I mean, with Donald Trump, lots of things are unprecedented. <laughs> hey, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Yo, Chris, take a deep breath. Relax. You're giving us too much ammunition. Come on, slow it down, dude. The first time he was indicted, it was unprecedented. And the second time he was indicted, it was unprecedented because of the federal <laughs> indictment had never come down. This, this is in the canon of American events, January 6th and its aftermath. And the reason is that for 159 years after the cannons fire on Fort Sumter, there is an unbroken chain of peaceful transfer of power. And not only that, the core story of the American experiment is a fight within itself to be true to the radical promise of democracy. Uh, yeah, uh, look at the look on Rachel's face. <laughs> Rachel, you sometimes have to wonder, come on, folks, we, we talked about Anderson Cooper's face yesterday. Like, they're like, are you succeeding in this psyop that we're trying to perpetrate? I'm not sure. They have that look on their face. Like, they're not sure that this is going to work. <laughs> I am just saying. Watch out with these sideshows. All right, folks. Um, what else? And, um, of course, um, well, you know, for whatever it's worth, a lot of people are throwing this article around. I will throw it out. The new charges against Trump may carry the death penalty. And maybe we'll do one of these. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, you can read about this. This has to do um, with, um, right here, the U.S. 18 U.S.C. 241. That they're using conspiracy against rights. One of the most absur- absurd aspects of this entire ridiculous indictment. And you can read about it. Uh, um, right? Originally adopted as part of the Enforcement Act of 1870. Speaking of the Civil War period, it was the first in a series of measurements known as the Ku Klux Klan Act somehow. <laughs> Trump is caught up in the KKK Act designed to protect rights guaranteed by the 13th, 14th, 15th Amendment. And, folks, you can read about all this, and when it's all over, um, it, it, I mean, you can read about it right here. If death results from the acts committed in violation of this section, or such acts include kidnapping or an attempt to kidnap, because people died on January 6th, right? Aggravated sexual abuse or attempt to commit, to commit aggravated sexual abuse or an attempt to kill, they shall be fined under the title or in prison for any terms of, of years or for life. Or both. Or maybe sentenced to death somehow. So, uh... I mean, it's right there. This is what we're talking about, people. <laughs> so you decide, um, if you think... <laughs> laugh out loud, but, um... Let us see what, um... The, the real attorneys are saying, folks. Big stuff. Was I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Not only freedom of speech, but freedom to petition the government for redress of grievances and freedom to challenge elections. In the indictment, they acknowledge that there are these freedoms, but then they claim that Donald—this is the key point—that Donald Trump actually believed that he lost the election, that everything he did was fraudulent, that he conspired with unnamed lawyers, mostly, to— affect the election. Now, you're allowed to challenge elections. Indeed, the best way to challenge elections is to come up with a slate of alternate electives. That's what a court said in Hawaii in 1960. That's been the case throughout our history. So there it is, folks. That is the legal solid ground that Trump is on, period. Government has the burden of proving beyond a reasonable doubt that subjectively Donald Trump actually believed that he lost the election and acted contrary to that belief. Now, I've read the indictment very carefully. There is no smoking gun. There is no one who is credibly prepared to testify that Donald Trump said to him, I know personally I lost the election. There's a lot of evidence that people told him he lost the election, but you know Donald Trump, and you know that he's going to make up his own mind, and they're going to have a very hard time proving it. Now, it's the District of Columbia— 90-some-odd percent of the jury pool will have voted against them, so they may actually get a conviction 
from a D.C. jury. But will it survive appellate review and review to the Supreme Court? I do not think so. Boom. That is a reality. A lot of these big attorneys are all saying the same thing. Yeah. Can they indict Trump? Yes, they can. So get ready. Yes, they can. Will it survive? I mean, it doesn't mean they're going to indict him. doesn't mean it's going to succeed either. I mean, these are just, these attorneys, they could be wrong too, but um, um, be aware of that. And we all know how this is going to end, right? <clears throat> and uh, we're going to talk about those attorneys that they're uh, inserting into this. And meanwhile, Special Counsel Jack Smith, what, seeks speedy trial in Donald Trump January 6th indictment. Of course, moves and counter moves. Don't forget, again, folks, this channel is about ascension. We're not attempting, I'm not trying to be like every other right-wing media um, aggregating podcaster. I do, I am attempting to like ascend. <laughs> so is, as we said yesterday, Trump had a productive meeting with Jack the Ripper the other day. Nobody knows what's happening. Was he put under submission? Has he always been under submission? Uh, we don't know, but um, again, we do know what direction this is going. And I love the fact that they're now saying, yeah, we've got, based on this stuff his attorneys were saying, we're going to get to that. Then, of course, Trump has his warriors that are guide, like Trump is the conductor. Well, he's got his support team that's part of the orchestra that are guiding everyone wherever the conductor says to go. And one of those people is right here. Yeah, look, everybody knows that the January 6th event citing insurrection, treason, sedition, conspiracy, when the DOJ had the ability to charge Donald Trump with any of those events like they unlawfully impeached him with, they failed because they knew he did not violate the law. Just like the classified documents case, Steve, remember the Mar-a-Lago case, the prosecution had the opportunity to charge Donald Trump with unlawfully possessing actual classified material. They didn't use that statute. They went back to 1917 to use a National Defense Information Espionage Act statute before classified documents ever existed. The DOJ... That's huge. I'm going to play more of this. Think about what Cash Patel is saying. They had to go to this old statute again. We talked about this thing with the Civil War days. What's happening here? Has admitted in their own filings, Donald Trump never possessed unlawfully classified information, and he was never an insurrectionist, a seditionist, or co or a co-conspirator to treasonous activity. Why is that important? Because they have now utilized charges, which we, when we ran RussiaGate, we referred criminally the architects of RussiaGate, Comey, McCabe, Strzok, Page, etc., for the exact same charges the DOJ has now charged Donald Trump with, and the Department of Justice laughed us out of their halls. They literally said we do not use these statutes to prosecute anyone. And what do we see here? A two-tier system of justice. So that's what we have. We have the DOJ actually exonerating President Trump in both of these indictments by failing to apply the law and selectively applying the politicization of political speech. It is Donald Trump's right from now until the end of time to say he won every election he ever ran in. That is not criminal activity and America is waking up to it. Folks, if what Cash is saying is correct, which it is, that they're using, that they try, Cash Patel and the White Hats, they tried to use this statute against the criminals of the Trump-Russia collusion, and they were laughed off by one of our villains, Rosenstein. This is becoming beautiful. I mean, the big picture. But now they're using it and, like, going through with it, thanks, Jack the Ripper. That means in the next round, Judgment Day is coming, we could say, yeah, I guess we can use this. Get it? And if we can use it, that goes back to what we were saying about the fact that, oh yeah, these future charges that we're going to charge the enemy with, oh what? You can apply the death penalty? Oh, how is this happening? Oh, what? 
5D chess. I mean, I'm just laying it out. 5D chess, folks. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's what real 5D chess and this whole losing kind of moves is all about. That is what game theory is all about. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's what nothing can stop what is coming is all about. Meaning, you can try this and try that. We're going to trap you. We're, and so no one should be surprised that the, of the chess theme that we've all been talking about for years. We are watching a chess game. That's what the art of war is all about. And one of Trump's attorneys coming out. More. What Mr. Trump did was exactly uh, constitutionally uh, pre- precise and, and, and in order. There was nothing illegal about that. And, and he was required to take steps as president of the United States to ensure that the, that election was held in a valid way. Um, all of that now is being criminalized. The one thing I will say, though, in 2020, the, Mr. Trump's campaign had a few weeks to gear up and present evidence, and it was very difficult. We now have the ability in this case to issue our own subpoenas, and we will relitigate every single issue in the 2020 election in the context of this litigation. It, 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 it Think about that tonight. We're going to litigate each and every issue. I like what I'm hearing. Gives President Trump an opportunity that he has never had before, which is to have subpoena power since January 6th in a way that can be exercised in federal court. But what you're talking about, the states... Which is what Grant Stinchfield was saying yesterday. There it is. Big, big deal as we round out tonight, folks. Moves and counter moves. Game theory. Yo, Blake, Black Rumble, um... What, I mean, you're way off topic, dude. <laughs> All right, I'm seeing, I'm checking, taking a look at some of your comments. Uh, there you are. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, Black Room says, "Hey, Bernie, do you ju- do you just play the piano?" <clears throat> Check out the links in the description box. Um, no, I do all the most of the instruments. <clears throat> um, all right. What else? I mean, folks. Um, Smart Alex says, got, got to give back the diamonds. Yeah, no kidding. Think about it. Game theory. So, rounding out tonight, we got a few extra lengths. Think about it. <laughs> Gee, what is this about? W, I mean, folks, look at the timing I've been talking about. I've been talking about um, Trump, the wrestler, and what are the odds? WWE boss Vince McMahon subpoenaed by U.S. law enforcement agents. And um, you can make of this what you want all of a sudden. Not like this could, couldn't be like a weird coincidence. No charges have been brought against him in the interim. And um, not like, yeah, just wondering, you know, <laughs> not like, um, I mean, if I didn't know any better, you know, somebody that's close to Trump, one of his little wrestling buddies, just um, interesting that all of a sudden they're raiding him. And um, there it is. U.S. federal law enforcement agents last month executed a search warrant and it served the subpoena on executive chairman Vince McMahon. Speculating <laughs> weird stuff. Not a, yeah, I'm just wondering. <laughs> out of all the people out there, but how do you collect evidence? Uh, stay open-minded, folks. Um... Then, uh, rounding out, uh, folks, uh, lap up, maybe this is on the lap out loud side of things. Let's see how my villains are doing. <laughs> Mike Pence on indictment. Trump put himself over the Constitution. 
should never be president. <laughs> yeah. See what you think. Mike Pence claimed in a statement that former President Donald Trump put himself over the Constitution should never be president of the United States. I can't believe what he did. He should never... Ah. Oh, that's right. I'm his opponent. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, he should never... Ah. Oh, that's right. I met with him right after January 6th. We were laughing it off, high-fiving. Folks, make of that whatever you will. It's not, I don't care. It means nothing to me. Somebody on Truth Social, ah, Bernie, that's it. That does it for me. I'm in with the optics. So if you believe that, then you better believe the poll that says that Biden and Trump are tied. Folks, um, there's a lot of scenarios. I'm not going to get into everyone here. We have a, we're building all these different scenarios here and on the members channel for Trump. How does Trump get in? Anybody that thinks right now Trump can just walk right in, you are in fantasy world. Wake up. A lot would have to happen. Otherwise, he can't get in. Deep State won't even... And if he does, it'll be like 10 times worse than anything we went through from 2017 to 2020. It'll be 10 times worse. I mean, way worse. But, so for him to get in, a lot of things have to happen. For DeSantis to get in, probably a lot would have to happen because they're doubly afraid of him. But we, we, we're talking about different scenarios that could happen. And we're going to talk about other scenarios. Pence has almost no chance, but then again, you never know. There's a lot of different scenarios, and now, rounding out tonight, we're going to see about, um, first of all, I want to show everybody that um, Pence comes out, again, this is for critical thinkers, you decide, Pence comes out and bashes Trump, you know, say, says what he says, which is technically, we'll come back to what Pence is saying, some, most of what he's saying is technically true. And you think that Trump, ladies and gentlemen, we co- covered yesterday that Trump is on a DeSantis derangement syndrome. DeSantis, DeSantis, DeSantis! Like carpet bombing his own true social to the point of it's psycho. If you believe, and Trump obviously being the actor, the, the wrestler guy. But you wouldn't spend time carpet bombing this guy that's already out of the race, right? <laughs> and now that's DeSantis who never attacks Trump. He just says factually what's true, and that's it. But now you think he would carpet bomb Mike Pence, right? <laughs> uh, let's see what Trump is saying. Ladies and gentlemen, one post against Pence today, right here. I feel badly for Pence. <laughs> That's it? And then he says, eh, he's got no crown, no enthusiasm, nobody's loyal to him, blah, 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 blah. Oh, you can read it for yourself. That, that's the extent to which Trump, the actor, is attacking Mike Pence. Uh, what? He's directly attacking me? Uh, I feel bad for him. <laughs> Again, folks, you logically figure that out. You would think he would come out with a carpet bomb, the nuclear carpet bomb, Hey, Trump, can you please carpet bomb Mike Pence once and for all? Stop being so nice to him. Ladies and gentlemen, the truth of the matter is, as we round out tonight's show, is reality time, right? This is truth in our TV. Let's ascend above the MAGA crowd and everybody out there. Fact. Write it down. June 24th of last year, we were told what? Actually, right here. Shall what? We play a game once more. Just focus on those two words right there. Once more. And then a couple minutes later, right? 20, 26. This is like um, 20, 30 minutes later, something like that. We were told what? It had to be done this way. Boom. That is reality. And I like I've argued on the member channel, drop 4954, is that the most important drop of all the 4,000, 5,000 drops? Arguably, you could say, yes. Those two drops I just read. It had, it had to be done this way. Shall we play a game once more? 
Who should be our villain this time? Thank you, Mike Pence. Reality. But you decide. You don't have to agree with me. I mean, do you guys, you know, I just put out the information for you to think about. And uh, rounding out tonight, speaking of these other candidates, then we have <laughs> Biden's DOJ under fire after Vivek Ramaswamy brings suit to compel release of Trump indictment. So I'm throwing this out um, because we see that our little friend Vivek has been very, very busy lately. And um, you have Trump coming out the other day saying, yeah, maybe I'll pick my vice president from the list of candidates. And you have Vivek lately being portrayed in a positive light by the Trump orchestra. All the little channels. They're all portraying Vivek. And Vivek is coming out of his way. Yeah, oh yeah, I would totally forgive Trump. Like he's, Vivek is trying hard to be this shiny object. And again, he's, he's now he's, now he's trying to sound like DeSantis, really. I mean, if you really, oh, I'm gonna, we gotta be more aggressive against the deep state than Trump, anything Trump ever did. We gotta destroy these guys. I mean, <laughs> are they setting up Ramaswamy to be Trump's VP? I still like Elise Stefanik, but, um, I'm watching. I have eyes. They're optically like, it seems like the Trump team, the the big Trump orchestra, they're like, they keep showing you this Ramaswamy guy. And you combine that with what Trump said the other day. Is, is he shining Trump's shoes for a reason? You know, just, you know, you decide, folks. Rounding out with that said, I'm so, you know, just a little thoughts. And finally, I like this one the most. Leaving the best for last, folks. Yeah, um, shall we play a game once more? <laughs> yeah, new five co-conspirators in Trump's January 6th indictment, what? Have been identified. <laughs> I like my Sidney Powell and my Rudy Giuliani. I like a lot. Sidney, from the beginning, said, not we hope to get the Kraken. She didn't say, I'm looking for the Kraken. She didn't say, we're about to get the Kraken. She didn't say it. She says, I'm going to release the Kraken that I have in my hands. And last I checked, I'm pretty sure she has military intelligence clearance. And I'm pretty sure Rudy does too. Nobody say anything. We're watching The Art of War, ladies and gentlemen, if you ask me. Kaboom, kaboom. There it is. In order, here are the names that have been confirmed based on the descriptions of each co-conspirator. In the indictment, Rudy Giuliani, John Eastman, Sidney Powell, Jeff Clark, Kenneth Chesabro, right? And go ahead, there it is. Give me my Sidney Powell and give me my Rudy. And you guys can read about this. And they are going to be forced. This is the real reason, if you ask me, folks, for these secret meetings that they had. Well, at least Sydney did with General Flynn. There was all these secret meetings going on at the White House with Trump in December 2020. This is what they were talking. Yo, we're running out of time. Uh, Mike Pence, he's got his role. He's ready. Everybody's in position. Hey, uh, General Flynn, you get out there and throw some, you know, get everyone worked up for J6. Um, Sydney, yeah, you already made these big statements, Sydney, but. We're going to need, matter of fact, we're going to put out statements saying that we are dissociating from you. Wink, wink. Get it? That's what the Trump team did in January. What? We're, we have nothing to do with Sidney Powell. They disowned her, empowering the deep state. Yeah. And then Sydney, where's Sidney Powell? 
we're always talking about where's Hunter, where's Sydney. <laughs> I like how this is unfolding, and now Sydney and Rudy. What? You're indicting us? I guess we're going to have to release a Kraken. Boom. That's the all-star team, folks. Bring it on. That wraps it up for me. Let me know what you think. We're going to have to do like some Q&A one of these days, right? Anybody new to the channel? I, I will be off tomorrow. I'll be back Friday night live. If you're watching Rumble or hoping to watch Rumble, let it process. Give it a break. Give it a chance. That's the way Rumble and again, issue with them. Talk to them. All right? Check out all the links in the description box. Come on over to truthandrtv.com. If you're not a member, sign up. Check out the latest on the members channel and um, be on the lookout for uh, one or two programs in the next few days on the members channel. All right? We're going to keep rolling on this conversation. We're going to take it much, much deeper. All right, folks? No matter what happens, folks, don't forget that I love every single one of you guys and I appreciate everyone. You guys are critical thinkers because if I were not a critical thinker, I would never want to listen to Bernie at all. I would be like, shut that dude up. But you guys get it. You were chosen for a reason. I was chosen for a reason. We're all part of this. And nothing is going to be able to stop us. We are empowered. Share this information with someone that you know, folks. And I'll see you folks Friday night at 8 p.m. God bless. See